Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Many of us are probably well aware of the state of our society and societies abroad. It looks like an absolute collapse, if we're to be honest. So what's causing it? In today's Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. reflects on the rise of deception and division that Scripture warns is a deliberate sign of the end times. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on August 14, 2022. If you are born again of the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit indwells you. You cannot be possessed by a demonic spirit. It is impossible. However, you knew that was coming, right? You can be satanically oppressed and trapped by the devil to do his dirty work for him and instead of him to wreak havoc within the church because he can't do it. He needs you to do it because he cannot destroy from without. He can only destroy from within. So he finds those that he can use. They're they're Christians. They're born again. They have the Holy Spirit sealed for redemption. They're going to go up in the rapture, whether we like it or not. And they're brothers and sisters in Christ. That was mean. I'm sorry. (laughs) But Satan has trapped them and used them to do his bidding. What's his bidding? Well, uh, I, I got to destroy, steal, kill, and destroy. So I'm going to do it from within, and I got gotcha. you. And now you're going to be taken captive to do Satan's will. You know, we talk about, what's the will of God? What's the will of Satan? The will of Satan is to bring confusion and division, because confusion plus division equals destruction. Can I add another D in there? Deception. Deception. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning in verse 10. Anyone you forgive, I also forgive. And what I have forgiven, 
if there was anything to forgive, I have forgiven in the sight of Christ for your sake. Now listen to verse 11. In order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. (laughs) Okay, wait. There's a couple of presuppositions here. I don't know if you caught them. The first of which is that Satan is scheming, right? Because that assumption is made when Paul, by the Holy Spirit, says, hey, he's not going to outsmart us. He's not going to outwit us. He's not going to deceive us. He's not going to take us captive. Because we're, we're aware of what his strategy is, what his schemes are. He's scheming. He has an agenda. He has a plan. He has a will. And it's destruction. And it comes vis-a-vis confusion, division, deception. Now, for those asking the question of how does all of this fit into Bible prophecy as a sign of the end, I'll draw your attention to another very well-known passage of Scripture in Matthew 24. You know it well. The disciples have just asked Jesus, what are going to be the signs of your return, and of the end of the age. And Jesus answers them in verse 4. Jesus answered. Listen to what his answer is to that question. Because they want to know, what is going to mark the time of the end? What will the signs be that your coming is near? The end of the age, that the end is here. What, what will the world look like and be like? What will the signs be like? First one, deception. First one, watch out that no one deceives you. In other words, the number one sign that we're at the end, is going to be deception. First and foremost, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. Does that sound like division to you? There will be famines and earthquakes in various places, and then in verse 8, he takes all of those things on that list, starting with deception, and likens them to birth pains. All these are the beginning of birth pains, which we know come in greater frequency 
and greater intensity. But can we put at the top of the list where it belongs? Deception? Increasing? In frequency and intensity? Likened unto birth pains? Deception. Why? Because deception is the catalyst for destruction. And destruction is the end game. That's the sole goal of the enemy of our soul. That almost rhymed a little bit. (laughs) I think we do err greatly when we fail to emphasize deception. And how about this? Another D, delusion, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. It's not just a a delusion, it's a powerful delusion that God himself sends because they rejected the truth, they reject Jesus. So you've got this deception and delusion which leads to confusion and division, and this is a sign that we're at the end. This particular sign is textbook in the sense that it's a satanic divide and conquer scheme, which is actually the title of an update we did last year on February 14th, Divide and Conquer. Because again, Satan knows this, that if that church, that family, that marriage, that home is united, I can do nothing. The only way I can do anything is to bring division, because divided, I got them. They're going to fall. So I know, here's the plan, you guys, emergency demon meeting. How's that for a picture? I totally stole that from a Bible commentator who's with the Lord now, but Satan calls an emergency meeting. We're losing ground. People are starting to get saved. We need to come up with something here. We we need to revise the plan, the scheme. What are we going to do? Oh, I know. Let's get Christians divided, and let's get them angry at each other. And let's get them to post on social media. And then when, not if, what happens, happens, and it happened, then basically they're just going to devour each other, and then they will fall. I want to ask this question. I've asked it before, and please, I... It's a genuine question. It's not rhetorical. I'm sincerely wanting to know how it is. And I'm not directing this at anyone I'm I'm talking in the broad sense. How is it that as Christians we think that we can post what we post 
and then hope in any way to share Jesus with people. Can I lovingly suggest that when Christians do that, they are playing right into the hands of the devil himself? This brings us full circle to the matter of getting angry or getting ready, which I'd like to expound on for the remainder of our time. But before we do that, let's go ahead at this time and end the YouTube and Facebook live stream. If you were to ask me why now more than ever, instead of getting angry, we should be getting ready, my answer would be this. The COVID deception, which has brought much in the way of division and with it destruction. As I hope the aforementioned passages of and prophecies in Scripture show, deception can be seen as roommates with confusion in the house of destruction. Let me say the same thing in a different way. Deception and confusion, and I'll throw in their division, they all live in the same house that's going to fall. It will not stand. It's just a matter of time. It will lead to destruction. Deception, destruction. Division, destruction. Confusion, destruction. It's evidenced in what's pictured here with the bullet points from the newly released COVID-19 guidance from the CDC. This was released on Thursday. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, One source bullet-pointed the updated guidance. I just want to read the four bullet points here. Number one, those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine. Two, Unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people. Three, students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. Four, it's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. Oh, you didn't hear about this? Oh, it must have slipped through the cracks. Hmm. Oh, that's right. I'm, what was I thinking? We were just too busy about what happened in Mar-a-Lago, Florida. I'm going to add another D. <laughs> Distraction. No, 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 don't look at this. Look at this. No, what? Uh, Help me please, Lord. I'm getting angry talking about not getting angry. (laughs) 
That's the whole point of it. It's to fuel the rage to get you to rise up. And we fall for it. It it worked. It's working. Wait, what's working? Oh, we're so angry about that. Oh, and then add to that the report about the IRS. I guess they've got 895 trillion, sounds like our national debt, new agents with guns that are going to show up at your house now. And we get enraged and angry, and what about my constitutional rights, and this isn't America anymore. And then while they've got everybody yelling at each other, calling each other names, we've got Republicans against Democrats, right against left, conservatives against liberals, ad nauseum. And meanwhile, people are dying every day and going to hell for all eternity. And then they just kind of sneak this little update out on Thursday, and it goes virtually unnoticed. Can I just ask, now this is rhetorical, um, Why this? Why now? And by the way, what about all of the lives that have been destroyed in the last two and a half years? Marriages destroyed. Families destroyed. Businesses destroyed. By the way, destroyed, destruction. How about all the people that died? So, back to this rhetorical question. Why this? Why now? Oh, answer? The deception, deception, has accomplished and is accomplished accomplishing its intended end of destruction. Please, I implore you, do not be deceived by this. It's all part of Satan's scheme. And let me qualify that, because the devil is God's devil. And everything is going perfectly according to God's prophetic plan. And the devil can do no thing unless God allows him to, and God will never allow the devil to do anything unless in the end it serves his purpose. For our good and his glory. Satan has to ask for permission And God will grant him permission. I think about Job, of course. Job could do nothing to, I mean, Satan could do nothing to Job unless he first had permission from God to do it. 
I think about Peter. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. It's a sanctified laughter. But he, he, Jesus says, Peter, come here, we need to talk. I, uh, I need to apprise you of something. So Satan asked for permission to sift you as wheat. And if I'm Peter, I'm like, you told him no, right? No, I, I gave him permission. What? No, he's going to sift you, but I'm going to give him permission to do it because ultimately it's for your good in the end, and it's for my glory. So everything that Satan's being allowed to do right now, that's meant for evil, and it is evil, (laughs) but God has meant it for good, for the salvation of many this day. So we have this deception, this scheme, this evil in full force. And it's all fulfilling what we're told in the Bible would happen at the time of the end. So again, I I go back to this Don't get angry, just get ready, because we're out of here, man. That's what this means. We're told in, and I'll just zero in on Revelation 13, because it's very specific actually about this, during the seven-year tribulation, after the rapture, which is before the seven-year tribulation, there will be this global, economic, cashless system that certainly has something to do with biometrics, because you have to have whatever this is in your forehand, or your forehead in in order to be able to buy or sell. And we know it's something biological and medical for a couple of reasons, one of which is that in Revelation chapter 13 verse 28, we're told in the original language of the Greek New Testament that it's pharmakia where we get our English word for pharmaceuticals. And we know it's something medical and pharmaceutical that is in the body, because when you get to Revelation 16, those that have taken whatever this is are going to break out with boils and rashes, and it will come out of their skin and manifest and present as a reaction, a medical reaction to whatever this is. You've been listening to a Prophecy Update with Pastor J.D. Farag on In Spirit and Truth. Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. As you continue to learn about the things that are happening all around us and how that relates to the Bible, take some time to pray for this nation and for the world as a whole. How all the details will play out is still unknown, 
but God treasures the prayers that are offered on behalf of His people and the world around them. Continue to delve deep into God's Word on your own and gain some useful insight about these things in addition to what you hear from Pastor J.D. Are there some things that you heard today that really touched home in your heart that you'd appreciate some prayer over? We'd be honored to pray for you. Let us know what those requests are by going to jdfarag.org and then fill out the form under contact. Once again, that website is jdfarag.org. You can also find us on social media. You'll find links to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on our website. And we encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and in spirit and truth. If you're wanting to access these things on the go, we have a mobile app that's available for iPhone and Android users. Just look under the resources tab. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for joining us. We look forward to our next edition where you'll get the opportunity to hear more insightful things about the days that we're living in and how that intersects with what's been predicted in the Bible. Join us again here on In Spirit and Truth.